Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Warriors 3, Derek, Brett, and myself, Mike. Joining us as well is, you might know him as a smuggler, you might know him as a junior janitor. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> what? Did y'all get a promotion? You're just jealous that we're actually working with the Justice League. <laughs> hey, we're working with S.H.I.E.L.D. Different I show, don't know if, but... I don't know if emptying waste baskets counts as working with the Justice League. But hey, hey, I get to talk to Superman. It's all good. <laughs> Does yes or no sir count really as talking? It's still something. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And of course, where do I have to clean the cobwebs out of an old defunct base that they um, don't want to use anymore? Hey, the cobwebs <laughs> are long gone. We, we've kind of turned you're doing into, your job good. It is, it's now the Shield Party House. I, I'm not touching that one. I had something. No. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> Bennett, it's this every day. And of course, that that fourth voice you heard was Ken from Geekwatch One, DC Superpowers Podcast, and Wookie Radio. How is everyone doing? Yes, th- pretty good. Better than Derek. <laughs> yes, I have no life. Free shows. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at possibly getting a foot of snow tonight, so uh, I'm not doing uh, great. And you still got to go to work tomorrow. I will. We'll see. We'll see how it goes tomorrow when I wake up tomorrow. That totally stinks if you got to go to work. That's what you get for living in Boston. Outside of Boston. (laughs) Telling you, Florida is looking mighty good right now. Mm, like yeah, I'm I said, lucky. I'm supposed to get the backside of that storm just a little bit. <laughs> but you know, with, with Florida, there's no sales tax, yeah, or like, no no state income tax. I'm sorry. Just have gators, canes, uh, gators, <laughs> gators. That's good to eat. <laughs> and bugs and yeah, but see, we, Boston and Cleveland area might get hit with snowstorms and stuff like that, but we don't have to worry about hurricanes. Oh no, that's true. Derek, it's, Derek's had a good share of hurricanes up in that area over his lifetime. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not as not as frequent as Florida, though. But okay, well, it's that you guys have a bomb cyclone or something like that. Yep. <laughs> but but you know, in twenty years that I've been here, I think I've only been directly hit where it has called me out of work or where they've closed work. Uh, five times out of 20 years. And three of those were in the same year. Three of those were actually two weeks apart. We're within two weeks from the first to the really? last. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, 2004 when we had uh, Charlie, Charlie, Francis, and Gene, they came through within two weeks. It was three storms in two weeks. Yeesh. Yep. So, I mean, we, we get them. It's just Florida is not, hasn't been as frequent as like the the rest of the coast. But, I mean, it's very fluke, too, when it comes through. There you have it, folks. The geek weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, to knock off some. Of course, uh, New England also has the best seafood of all, so. 
Continue. There, there's some great seafood down here, too. It's just a different type of seafood. Depends on what you're after. Yeah, because you, sh- you ship it from up here. <laughs> no, we we have lobsters from I down know. in this area. They're, they're, yeah. not as, they're not as good as the New England lobsters, but, I mean, we get some decent lobster from the Keys. Yeah, I've had them. They're not no, there. no, no. Those are large crayfish. No, no. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> I know crayfish. I, I, know my, I know my crawfish. <laughs> I know my crawfish well. Um, I can't think straight now. <laughs> Distracted. Um, check out WeBeGeeks.net. Uh, check out our affiliates, Ripped Apparel, SuperheroStuff.com. Loot Crate, uh, TV Store Online, and our newest one, Fan Chest. Uh, Fan Chest, we're going to be putting up a review shortly on their product, uh, both written, be a combination written and video uh, within the same post. Because um, I've actually got a Tampa Bay crate coming, Tampa Bay uh, Fan Chest coming for Tampa Bay Lightning. Only because they don't have an Avalanche one yet. But you know, as soon as they do the Avs one, I'm getting that too. <laughs> Well, if they had if they had the Browns and the Indians, I'd get those as well. But they haven't happened yet. Um, so Tampa Bay is coming. So look for that in the next few weeks. Um, which and also listen to last week's show. Uh, and you'll understand. There's some uh, good reason. There's some good stuff coming from the the fan chest box. Uh, it's what like a fifty dollar box, and it's uh, get guaranteed eighty dollars worth of material. And a lot of times, eighty bucks is just three. You almost get there within two items. If it's a t-shirt and a picture or a hat, or I mean, looking at some of their unboxings, there's some good stuff in the boxes. So definitely mm-hmm. worth checking out. Be worth you know if the pictures do it ain't justice. There's some great stuff in there. Now, I've seen tur- uh, Turvis cups. And those are minimum starting 15, 15, 20 bucks alone. So it's a great way to support your, your favorite team because, yes, sports could be geeky too. I mean, if you think about it, they're now doing theme oh, really? night. They're doing theme nights like Star Wars, you know, baseball, basketball, hockey. There's Star Wars night. There's superhero night. Uh, I mean, you have different theme nights, geeky theme nights at these sporting events. Well, not just that, but there is such a thing as a sports geek. I oh, mean, yeah. like, if you really, if you look at it, you know, they, they dress up uh, when they go to games and stuff, just like cosplayers. You know, they have fantasy sports, just like role-playing. Uh, you know, uh, they follow stats and all that. Yeah, may, maybe someone on this show wears hockey jerseys majority of the time when they record because it's just freaking cold in that house. I'm not saying as I look at what I'm wearing tonight. <laughs> I just hope you're wearing pants. Right. Oh crap! I know I forgot something. <laughs> I thought that was a prerequisite of being a podcaster is you have to like not wear pants. <laughs> Maybe in Ohio. Well, <laughs> it's the law. Well, we don't want to give away all of our secrets. You're not allowed to wear pants inside or outside the house in Ohio. <laughs> anyway, speaking of wearing pants, you might want to wear pants when you go to play. The new Jurassic World Alive mobile game that's coming soon. Um, according to the Daily Dot, the Jurassic World Alive looks like Pokemon Go, but with dinosaurs. So me thinking right off that headline, are you going to be launching Pokeballs at dinosaurs to catch them? <laughs> no, well, no, no, it'd be those little the sphere things that um, from the first Jurassic World. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah. With you still exploration in them. spheres, wherever they called them. <laughs> With you still in them. Yeah, 
I'm I am liking the relaunch of the series and how it's a re it's a reboot yet still a sequel to the to the original trilogy. It's just this yeah. next one. Just this this next one. I am not looking forward to Jeff Goldblum being in it. Why not? I think it, yeah, I think it'll be fine. Why not? Jurassic Park: The Lost World. <laughs> that was yeah, but he's not going to have that big fault. Yeah, true. I think people too put too much on this. It's like the people that were complaining about Jurassic World and then like Jurassic Park two and three. What do you watch Jurassic Park for? What? Why do you watch it? You watch it to see giant dinosaurs smashing and stomping and eating people and right. just general mayhem with dinosaurs. Guess what? That's what you got in the all four movies. I I just wasn't a big fan. I mean, I didn't mind Goldblum's character in the first one. It's just at that time, it seemed like it was typical whiny Jeff Goldblum. It's like the only way he can act at that time. You just don't like Jeff Goldblum. Well... I didn't mind him in The All Fly. Right. I didn't mind him in a few other films. It's starting with Jurassic Park. It's it's almost like Johnny Depp. Ever since doing the Pirates movie, you look at his characters. They're almost they're almost a variation of Jack Sparrow. All right. I'm going to say one thing and one thing only. We on my other show, Keepers of the Fringe, we have a saying, and that saying is, Jeff Goldblum is like bacon. He makes everything better. (laughs) We could debate that. You could, but you'd be wrong. To make everything better, better, uh, Last World Jurassic Park 2, no. Would have been worse without him. No. Yep. Now I I will, I will give you credit. Earth girls are easy. Yeah, better with them. <laughs> the fly, not too bad with them. Independence Day. You've not, you've not even okay. You've not yet brought up the greatest Jeff Goldblum movie out of the eighties yet. Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, again, awesome flick. Again, I put it. I put the disclaimer from Jurassic Park forward for for about that five six year period because we had it with Jurassic Park. We had it with Jurassic Park two. We had it with Independence Day. We got whiny Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. Independence Day was I don't a totally see different him. character. He's not whiny. I completely disagree yeah. with that. Maybe Jurassic Park 2, but not the first one. And Independence Day was a totally different character. Jeff Goldblum is quirky. <laughs> and and if you want to see the greatest Jeff Goldblum, you want to see a truly great Jeff Goldblum movie, uh, not even joking, seriously, watch Mr. Frost. If you've never seen Mr. Frost, that movie. I have not was, seen Mr. Frost. He was incredible in that movie. Uh, it's kind of a psychological thriller slash almost horror movie in which uh, he plays a character who might or might not be the devil. And even at the end of the movie, you're not sure if he is or not. Now, I will say I did like him as Grandmaster in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, but he almost yeah. he almost went to me to that. Okay, maybe not whiny Jeff Goldblum, but annoying Jeff Goldblum. I do not know to what you are referring. <laughs> now, I will give you, it's gotten to the point where he basically plays different variations of Jeff Goldblum in the movies. I just don't see him as whiny. No, exactly. There are, he, he, he has a hard time having him hide in a role and become a chameleon, like Gary Oldman. Right. Um, for a long time, there was pl- movies that I've seen that I had forgotten he was even in it because he... You'd see the character, you don't see him. Right. 
See, I'm starting. Goldblum to... can't do that. That's like you said with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp can't do that anymore. See, I'm starting yeah. to. I'm starting to see that with you uh, and McGregor. Because we took my daughter, well, my wife and daughter wanted to go see um, Beauty and the Beast, and I went with them. I had no clue that Lumiere was um, Ewan McGregor. What? Yeah. No joke. No, he No. Yeah. If I remember right, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Give me a minute. Wait, who am I thinking of? Beauty and the Beast, Lumiere, in the live-action movie. I do not. Uh, I kind of blocked that movie out of my mind, so... <laughs> Um, and then, of course, you know, look at in Fargo. I mean, there was enough of a change. And then I saw the trailer for the new Disney Christopher Robin movie, and he's playing Christopher Robin, the adult Christopher Robin. I'm like, okay, this guy looks kind of familiar, kind of because it, 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 it sounded a little familiar, but it was not your typical Ewan McGregor sound. I'm like, wait a second, no, really? So it, it's been it's been cool seeing some. Some roles that he's done where he he doesn't look quite like who he is, um, but it's so great to see. You're finally not seeing Obi Wan every time you see him, huh? I'm I'm not seeing um, Renton from Train Spotting either, which is where I first saw him saw him in. So, but getting back to the Jurassic Park game as we tangent off into the sunset. Yeah, see what happens when you bring me uh-huh. on. Right. Well, no, we we've probably still gotten there anyway. Um, so Universal and Ludia uh, have teamed up to create Jurassic World Alive, an augmented reality game that allows you to collect DNA to unlock dinosaurs and create hybrid dinosaurs. Um, you can walk around to find dinosaurs, but you also have the ability to collect DNA at home. Uh, there's definitely an element of discovery, but we, uh, <laughs> but we want to make it more flexible and also give you something to do at home, says Universal Executive Vice President of Games, Chris Heatherly, as he told Mashable. And your laughter is for what? Nothing. Um, let me just say uh, I'm glad we're not covering that story in uh, on Keepers of the Frames. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, collecting DNA at home. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yes, we are a family show here. Doesn't mean into windows don't apply. <laughs> Whoever wrote this really didn't think, did they? <laughs> um, at a glance, Jurassic World Live looks very similar to Pokemon Go. Uh, but so far with Jurassic World Alive, there's a lot, there's less focus on moving around to use the game. You have the ability to battle your dinosaurs against other players instead of scoring off at gyms. Uh, it will be, re- <coughs> it will be released sometime this spring, but you can pre-register for the game and receive an in-game incubator when it launches. <laughs> of course, you click the link. Oh, there it is. Uh, I clicked the link and it initially took me to a YouTube page. So, I'm game to try it out. I mean, I've, I've done Pokemon Go. I don't play it as often as I used to. We had people walking out in the middle of the streets trying to collect uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, don't know. I don't see. I don't know if this one's going to take off as quick as uh, as what call it, as Pokemon Go. I mean, Pokemon Go. I, I don't think we even talked about it. It just all of a sudden appeared out of nowhere and was gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I don't know how that one became so viral so quick. So yeah, I know. it's annoying. Like I said, I'm going to sign up for the for the pre-registration just to, just to get in on it. Yeah. yeah, I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the the Jurassic World game that came out. It's just my my beef with it was I didn't like the fact that you had to constantly. It, I get bored real quick at those games where you have to build up your base or your zoo or whatever. Because oh, so you get every to, mobile game out there, almost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I stopped. That play- seemed to be a, a going theme in them. I I stopped playing Star Wars Commander because it's like okay, I'm building troops. I've got, the, but it's taking too long. Oh, I'm gonna upgrade my one building. Oh, it'll be done in a week. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that that point in the game now, and I, unless I pay for stuff to to put into it, yeah, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Even the uh, it's not just in, my, in uh, mobile games anymore; it's in console games and everything else too now. Yeah, starting. Uh, uh, I know uh, Assassin's Creed is one that does it. Yeah, it, it's games like that. I I just don't have the time or patience to to wait anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is one of those, like, if I'm playing the game and I'm pi- buying into stuff, sure, make me wait 24 hours for, um, you know, funds to, to replenish, like in Star Wars Commander, your, your ore and your, your coinage to replenish, you know, your credits to replenish. Sure, make me wait eight, eight, 16, 24 hours. That's fine. I don't care about that. But to make me wait a week for a, for a building upgrade. Right. In order for me to to continue on on a mission, uh, yeah, I, I'm beyond that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to shorten the time. Well, luckily, that's something they fixed in the next their next mobile game that's in alpha right now. Because I'm playing Rise to Power in the closed alpha, Star Wars Rise to Power, and it's another strategy game where you got to build up your base and build up your fleet to go out to planets to mine ore and stuff. But everything is 12 hours or less to do as of right now. So when yeah. you go to um, upgrade a building, it, you may have three or four hours on that. Um, building ships takes 20, 30 minutes each, stuff like that. How is that? Now, is it fun? It's not bad so far. It, it's more micromanaging than I usually like to play for myself, but it's a it's a decent mobile game. But that's the way strategy games are built. They're, you're going to have to micromanage everything. Right. Mm. So I'm having fun with it so far. It's not something I play every day all the time, but I'm playing three or four times a week at least. Okay. Not bad, not bad. No. So, uh, let's move on to something that may be bad, may not be bad. I think may be bad, may not be bad. (laughs) Well, (laughs) (laughs) so, sorry, I was a little taken aback by that one. (laughs) So, imagine what could have been if they actually did an R-rated Ghost Rider movie. Could you imagine how much better that would have been? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they got rid of Nick Cage? Well, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But, um... Well, hold on. Let's put a pause on a second. Um, I know we're hitting that time where Ken's got to take off. Yeah, but so, i got to take off, guys. So, right. question for you, Ken. Okay. I, I forgot to mention at the start of the show, this is our 250th episode. Yes, it is. What have been some of your favorite moments of Weeby Geeks over the, the? I know you haven't been around for the whole two hundred and fifty. No, um, but what, <laughs> I've been around about three years. Off okay, and on. so that's about half our time. 
Uh, what's been some of your favorite moments with the show? Well, for the show, when I'm listening, there's some of these great interviews you guys. You guys get some people that it's like, how in the world did you get them on here? So the great interviews is awesome. And then um, on a personal thing, it's I love just hanging out on the show with you guys when I get a chance to get on here. I think Getting like, to sit around and talk geek is amazing. I mean, why do you think we started Geek Watch 1? When you guys come on, it's always we always have a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. So who who have been some of your favorite interviews since you said it's the interviews? Oh, now you're going to put me on the spot. I am. Um, <laughs> the, uh, well, the one you guys just did with the guy who did the toys documentary, that oh, was amazing. Oh, Brian Volkweiss. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was a lot um, of fun. Wait, we've, we've gotten a lot. Let me flip through these. Cause we've gotten a lot. You got what? We've had a lot of comments. See, I got to update our guest page. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's sad. Um, I've had a lot of people say that they've listened to him on other shows. And this was a lot of times after they've watched the show. They had already seen the show, but then started listening to interviews he was on. And that was our interview with him that made him go back to watch the show because we brought out uh, conversation points that others didn't that pertain to the show. Like the hatred of the guys from Masters of the Universe. And the whole thing with the the guy from Kenner with the the lawyer from Kenner with the contract. No, oh, yeah, and it's going going back to all that, and of course the chair. <laughs> I think then, we. Um, well, go ahead. What I was gonna say. I think we went what two two three questions before we brought up the chair. <laughs> yeah, pretty early. Um, the other one that. Um, uh, that j- jumps to mind because um, I do some acting and stunt work and stuff. The ones you guys have done with different um, either actors or the people that did like the web series and things like that. Oh, yeah. It's stuff that is geek stuff, but it's not in on all your geek shows. Like comic book writers, video game people, geek shows get that, have those, uh, have them on all the time. You guys are pulling some of the people that um, are not on all your other geek shows. Yeah. Well, I think some of the voice actors we've gotten over over the years, too. Yeah. For a for show our size it's you get people going how in the world did you score those each daily called you ask oh yeah that was fun that was, she was a lot of fun uh rob paulson phil lamar gk bows yeah and it's uh who who would have thought we would have gotten some of those I mean, I would have never have thought I would have gotten uh, John Schneider, and that one came to me. I didn't go. I didn't go reaching out for that one. So I, I was really surprised and happy about that. Oh, I got to go back and listen. I didn't realize you had Christopher Daniels on here at one point too. Yeah, that all was, the wrestling fans out there know who I'm talking about. I had Sean Hernandez on here as well. Yeah. And we are working on getting, uh, you might know her from TNA as Winter or uh, ECW slash WWE, uh, Katie Lee. Oh, cool. Who is the sister of Paul Burchill or the on, on-screen sister of Paul Burchill. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I said, it's awesome that you guys, you don't focus on one section of geekdom. You guys will have wrestlers on here. You have um, voice actors. You have regular actors, producers comic book writers you could pull from all spectrum out there yeah we try we, we always love having you guys on too for yeah. you can watch one well it's always a pleasure to be on here when we get the chance man yeah so awesome well thank you for coming on even for the short time you were on hey no problem it, like i said it give me a little more notice next time and i can probably stay on longer <laughs> <laughs> so um congratulations guys and hopefully at least another 250 more if not way past that oh we hope if we live that long. 
<laughs> or don't get snowed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, thank you again, and, and we'll catch you. Well, Derek and I will see you on Friday. Yep, we'll see you later. Actually, week. no, we we'll won't see you Friday. Radio. We no, won't see I you won't Friday. be there Friday, no. Uh, I will say. I have a convention to go to. I will say uh, we did get a couple people for the Rebels Roundtable for next week. Oh, nice. Got the, the head of Rocco Depot and John okay. Tyler Christopher. Ah, cool. I was hoping he'd come back for it. I know he wanted it to come back to the show, so. Yep. So. And at this point, I can say I did. I watched Rebels tonight. Dude, that was awesome. Uh, I got well, it. The last it. 10 minutes are epic. Again, I had. And that's the, all I got to say. That way there's no spoilers out there. I had. I had the first episode not record, so I had to wait till. Well, really, the first episode kind of sets it up, but the last two are the important ones. But the the last two uh, did record. I'm like, I don't understand why for two weeks in a row it did that, but I don't know. Oh well, I I did see the first episode. I, I just got to get in and finish the second. So it was a great way to finish the show. And with that, I think I have to say good night, guys. All right, all right. have a good night. Night. So, Derek, sorry. Back to uh, Punisher. Or not Punisher. Ghost, Punisher. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Whatever Ghost, that show Ghost is. Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, recently, uh, the director of the second Ghost Rider movie, Spirits of Vengeance, was talking about uh, what it would be like to have an R-rated Ghost Rider movie. Um in a recent interview, uh, he was talking about Ghost Rider, saying it should have been presented in an R-rated form, and that the original Spirit of Vengeance script, uh, written by David S. Goyer, was very much the version of the character that fans deserve to see. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And in his official quote, he said, I think that Ghost Rider should be an R-rated horror character. The original script that David Goyer wrote for that movie, which was actually written almost a decade before the first Ghost Rider film, was a hardcore rated R horror script, and it was awesome. Then, in the time between that and the second movie, the script had been rewritten literally 14 times or 16 times or something like that to the point where it was kind of a mess, that's for sure. <laughs> it, was also, it was also just a little too clean and a little too restrained. If we had the opportunity to do the original rated R Goyer script, I think that movie would have been a classic. Uh, And then he talked a little bit about the Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which uh, he considered a little vanilla. Uh, He said, I think the cast was really good, and I think we got a lot of things right. I think the design of the character was fantastic. The way we did Ghost Rider as a tar-bubbling black charred creature was absolutely the right take on Ghost Rider. They brought that character back on TV now, and he looks like the clean, vanilla, G-rated character again. That version really has no interest for me, but I do think a scary, rated-R horror superhero movie is an awesome thing that should be that should be done, and I wish that Ghost Rider Spirits of Vengeance had been it. And I gotta say, I too wish that that's what it had been instead of what we got. I, I almost wish... Um that I would almost wish, yeah, I'd almost wish that uh, at this point in time, if we get a new Ghost Rider, or at least Ghost Rider movie, let's go ahead and do Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just go full tilt with that. Which you can bring in Blade, you can't, and, and bring them all together. 
and do it it's, sort and do it sort of like a a Suicide Squad ish type type film. Yeah, um, I would like to see that. I would definitely but, like to see that. But to, and if so, do that Ghost Rider <laughs> as Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. I didn't think yeah. I didn't think the Ghost Rider in Shield was too bad, especially with it being who it was. Yeah, Robbie I, Riaz I, it, it seemed to be a more tamed, more yeah. G G level character to begin with. Yeah, I enjoyed the the uh, the Ghost Rider on Shield, but it, it did leave me wanting more, like. Of the you know the real Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. it was like it was like an hors d'oeuvre. Now I want the full meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus it was on TV too, so it was in the whole right. Kind of- yeah, so you kind of have to hold back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Plus I'm sure the CG flaming head probably wasn't cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, here's a bit of trivia about um, the flaming head for the Nicolas Cage. That was actually based on a 3D scan of his skull from MRIs. Oh wow! Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So I guess moving on to another Marvel series. Yes, you may have heard of a little movie that's going to be coming out called Avengers: Infinity War. And there's just been uh, artistic character posters and promotion of the film have just been released. And uh, they look pretty sweet. We've got Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, War Machines, Falcons, Iron which is kind of interesting to me instead of Spider-Man. So I definitely know he's going to be using Stark Armor. Yeah. And then Bucky, Scarlet Witch, Vision, Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rock, Mantis, and Teen Groot. Uh, there is one uh, character that's seen, however, from both this and any of the advertising that's been out so far for it, which is uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. And there's been no total marketing so to be in the film or not. Hmm. And there's all- Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Ah. Well, we do kind of see him right off to the sunset at the end of Civil War. Mm-hmm. True. Wait. Yeah, and I get. I guess there isn't a whole lot of uh, call for an archer in against Thanos, but <laughs> right. although didn't he kill him in the first, and or didn't he uh, everybody in the first one in the Infinity Gauntlet? Mm, trying to remember, <laughs> I thought he had something to do with it. You might be right. And uh, with all the toys, billboards, and posters getting pushed. Um, it's possible for Disney and Marvel Studios to release a new trailer for Avengers Infinity War this weekend with the release of A Wrinkle in Time on Friday. Well, we can hope. Yeah, really. We can hope. Well, because of my ADD, I do float around looking at other stuff while we're doing show because sometimes other things pop up, such as uh, from the Nerdist, does Warner Brothers want Tom Cruise to play Green Lantern? I yeah. thought that. <laughs> As Channing Tatum and Gambit. Uh, I, I think this would be a mistake. Yeah. Yep, definitely. They already made one mistake in casting for Green Lantern, and they don't need to make another one. Okay, I, I didn't think Ryan Reynolds was bad. Uh, he was horrible as Green Lantern. I think it was a horrible script. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that, he's it. That was just a horrible script. Yeah. Yeah, I still think, I don't know, he could have been okay, but... So, well, I am guessing, moving over to Netflix, uh, Kristen Ritter doesn't think Defender Season 2 is going to happen. 
while promoting season two of Jessica Jones, uh, this is from com- comicbook.com, um, which, wow, it debuts this weekend, doesn't it? Uh, Kristen Ritter spoke with Vulture about her, about the upcoming season. Um, when the subject of the critical reception came up, Ritter said that defenders, the defenders probably won't get another round. Uh, this is her quote. Well, I think Je- Jessica was pretty well received, Ritter began. People were excited to see her again. So that made us happy because Jessica is next up. Uh, you know, I had a great time doing the defenders. And honestly, it was such a great experience that I would even do it again. I don't think we are doing it again. It was never intention to do it again. But you know, if I if I was given another opportunity, I would. My heart is with my show because of the subject matter and because of the great drama that we get to do and the personal issues we that we explore. For me, that is more the type of content that I enjoy as a viewer and as a performer. My heart is in Jessica Jones. But I didn't. But I did have a great time doing Defenders with the guys. We had a great time. It is what it is. Hmm. So, to me, I mean, I th- I thoroughly enjoyed Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um. I haven't. I still haven't gotten around to seeing season two of Daredevil. I haven't watched. Yeah. God, I can't get past episode three of Luke Cage. I haven't watched Iron Fist. I haven't watched <laughs> Defenders. Wow. I thought that was bad. <laughs> I haven't watched because I just haven't watched The Punisher yet. That's it. I still got to watch The Punisher, too. I just finished it. It was so good. Was it? Yeah. I'll get to it at some point. <laughs> yeah. But for for me, it's the whole the whole thing of I know we talked about it here. We all love Jessica Jones. Jules did not. Mm-hmm. And I, I would have thought Jessica Jones was related to, to her more than than us. I know, right? Yeah, with, uh, um, my gosh, I can't remember his name totally escaped me. Uh, David Tennant. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> with, with Kylan, I know, I know he, he loved Luke Cage. I mean, it was, what I've seen was good, but I was just struggling. I've been struggling to get through it. It's the same way, I'm the same way with Legion, though. Legion, I, I struggled to get through it. But I finally made it through it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can handle season two. <laughs> Just too weird or what? I can't wait for season two. Uh, Legion is definitely off the wall. It, it, it is not your typical hero TV show. Yeah, that's what I love about it. So I, w- I would put it up there with, almost with like American Horror Story to some extent. <laughs> Um, now, Ritter has noted that the response of Defenders is not what's keeping the second season at bay. Um, it, it was noted before the show even came out that one season was all that was planned. Um, while it may not, while it may be disappointing not to see the Defenders together again, it doesn't mean we won't see any of the characters interact. Uh, Netflix, the Marvel Netflix shows have been known to include various characters in other shows from time to time. Luke Cage and Misty Knight are set to appear in the second season of Iron Fist, while Claire Temple will appear in Luke Cage's new season. Claire Temple. Is that Rosario Dawson's character? Yeah. Yeah. 
And Luke Hoot was probably going to be in second season Jessica Jones, I would assume, since they're together. I would guess. Yeah. I would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, season two of Luke Cage will be released on June 22nd. So is there another Marvel franchise coming out on Netflix later this year then? Are they going for three? Uh, When's Daredevil? I think it's uh, season three of Daredevil. Yeah. Is it? Really? I believe so. That sounds about right. Okay. Well, still, I mean, for me, it's, I don't know. I mean, as soon as I can get caught up, I will definitely go and enjoy um, all the other shows or try to. Uh, I am excited to see Jessica Jones again. Uh, I didn't know much about the character before, but definitely thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed the series. Mm. Yeah, I think I actually read the uh, the first series after I watched the Netflix series. I went and read Alias. I had, I had uh, read that when it came out, and I enjoyed it. So I was uh, I was definitely happy about the sh- that the show was good. Yeah. And I like the um, re reboot that just has come out recently at Jessica Jones too. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Purple Man is back. Mm. Not, but I think that is that just ended or it is ending. Yeah, probably with Bendis yeah. leaving. Yeah. Speaking of Bendis leaving, have you guys seen the new uh, promo promos in the new DC comics this week? No. As a picture of. Uh, Superman in his uh, red trunks saying uh, Bendis is coming. <laughs> you know, I gotta start get. I gotta make a conscious effort to get those loaded into the Google Drive for you guys. It's funny to me. It's funny to me that Superman's red trunks is such a big deal. It's yeah. become such a big deal. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. A lot of purists out there, but I just hope that he doesn't wreck it. I mean, Superman's been really good. Since rebirth, and I hope it doesn't. Tomasi's been doing a great job on it, and that uh, Jurgens as well on in action. So I'm not sure which books he's going to be taking over. Bendis? Yeah. Uh, thought he was creating his own book. No, he it, he's doing uh, Superman in action. Oh, he is. Yep. Ugh. And and then. I mean, ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm disappointed that he's doing Superman, too. I thought he would do something better. <laughs> I actually didn't. I never was a big Superman fan until the um, until Rebirth. I've been uh, liking the series. Uh, I haven't read it. Now I'm going to have to read it, though, because Bendis is one of my favorite writers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's one of kind of a polarizing writer, either love him or hate him. I don't think there's really a whole lot of in-between with Bendis. Right. I've always enjoyed this stuff that he's, that he's written. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, his stuff's been good. I've enjoyed it. Um, I mean, is he definitely one of my top favorites? Uh, I don't know. I think his best stuff was uh, the early uh, Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. That was really good. No, yeah. yeah. I love the Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. That in it is really good. I think so. Well, there's another series, though, coming to uh, to Netflix, potentially. Yes, Netflix is throwing its money at everything. <laughs> yeah, it is. Why not? <laughs> because they can. Right. Just raise our prices. So Mark Hamill's putting his name in the hat for a role in the Witcher Netflix series. 
the pilot episode script is completed and uh, drafted up and ready to go. And uh, so they're starting to ramp up and get serious about the upcoming series inspired by CD Projekt Red's The Witcher. With the author of the books, Andrzej Sapkowski, on board as creative, and the show's writer, Lauren S. Hisrich, doling out detailed descriptions of which characters will be featured. It's only natural that casting picks have already begun to gain track. And I, so I think everyone wants Mark Hamill has officially put himself in the mix. Mm. Actually, it was off of uh, All Took Place, and that's uh, Esamir. It's the main character from The Witcher's uh, uh, Lauren Esch, the actor, released a description, rather wise, sprightly, that he's historian and keepers and trials of the disappearing. That's the witchers who must face the fact that the world is tied to Moren's wall. And Mark Campbell answered, I have yeah, is or what it's about, but I agree it could be by <laughs> image from the games. It looks like it could be that some other people were chiming in saying that it would be a great idea. Yeah. We may be seeing him in uh, the Witcher series. That would be cool. Yeah. I, I so. love the game, like the characters. So. Yeah. And even photoshopped a picture of Mola as Vesemir. <laughs> so, yeah. Although I'm sure it'll be a pretty penny for the series. E- probably. Hmm. Isn't it always? <laughs> Seems like Mark Hamill's played his name out for a lot of stuff. I thought I saw something else that he was wanting to be in, too. I can't remember what it was. But it goes on Twitter as well. Find it. Yeah, I guess he's uh, bored now that his character's been killed off in <laughs> Star Wars. <Of> <laughs> well, you never know. He could still appear in the next one. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a Force Ghost or. Like you and I was in Last Jedi. Mm. So, oh, we got some comic news as well. I think this is going to almost wrap it up for us, too. Mm-hmm. So, I think, uh, was it last week we talked about the whole Fresh Start thing that Marvel's doing now? Yeah. Mm. Their Fresh Start initiative. Well, one thing that's going to happen with this fresh start that that some people that will probably get some mixed reactions is uh, they're bringing back the Sentry. He was already brought back in uh, Doctor Strange. Well, yes, but now he's going to have his own book. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Lemire and Kim Jacinto are launching a new Sentry ongoing title as part of that Fresh Start initiative uh, after his recent return in Doctor Strange. Uh, and it's going to delve into the psychology of Bob Reynolds' superhero superheroic persona. Um, according, to, according to Jeff, the Sentry is a fascinating character. I absolutely love the original Sentry series by Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee, one of my favorite artists, when it first came out. So that was me, not Jeff. <laughs> By the way, sure. So I, I love Jay Lee. So I jumped at the chance to write the character. Uh, Lemire said to, was telling comic book 
uh, who first reported on the new series. I assume it's comicbook.com. The century has a lot of emotional depth and a lot for me to dig into in terms of the psychology of the character. He is immensely powerful and has the potential to be one of the greatest and most important heroes in the Marvel Universe. But he is constantly undermined by his own dark side and his own self-doubt. And uh, that dark side, as uh, people might remember, is the Void, which is uh, the other half of the century. His uh, his dark personality. Uh, you cannot you cannot have the century without the Void, going to Lemire. But what I was very conscious of was not simply retelling the same stories that had been told in the past with the Century and the Void. I want to see their relationship and their characters evolve and go in new directions. So the this series is going to jump ahead in time a bit from the character's last appearance in Doctor Strange with the Sentry already reintegrated into the Marvel U. Uh, Bob will begin to reconnect with the rest of the Marvel U again. In fact, our series will start a few months after the event, the events in Donny Cates' Doctor Strange and Bob will already be reintegrated into the Marvel Universe a bit more, said Lemire. And that book is scheduled for June. Yeah, I don't think he really likes uh, Doctor Strange too much. The century, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Even Brock he was. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, you know? That's another great series. Yeah. Doctor Strange is really strong. Oh, yeah, I love Doctor Strange. I love that series. I wasn't too impressed with the Loki as the source of Supreme by that didn't last too long. Yeah, I kind of knew that. I kind of had a feeling that wasn't going to last too long. I knew, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that uh, Magic is back to Re- normal. Yeah, restored, yeah. 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 I also knew that wouldn't be long. It was just a question of how long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good book. Yeah. Well, as we mentioned earlier, this is our 250th episode. And y'all have been with me uh, quite some time. I think y'all have hold the record for being on the longest. Yes. With, with, <laughs> with Marty second. <laughs> um, I don't know how far back you guys go with the show before coming on. Um, but what, not, I don't, I am not even sure. <laughs> what would have been some of y'all's favorite moments of the show? I think like, uh, Kenneth said in the interviews, I think are, are definitely our strong point. And I think, uh, everybody, I don't think we've had a bad guest yet since I've been on the show. I think we've all yeah. had great times with uh, the guests that we've had on. Yeah. Um, I think one of my favorite moments was when we uh, buried Jules's body out in the... Oh, that wasn't on the show, sorry. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Aldi is the cover for where she's at. Right. <laughs> she isn't a walk-in. We just didn't say in how many pieces. <laughs> what was the joke with Siri back in the day? Let's see if I could do this. Siri, where do you hide a dead body? I used to know the answer to this. See, <laughs> Siri's, in, Siri's in on the game with us. She doesn't know either. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I like uh, another one was uh, Nicole and Tanya and Nicole getting, <laughs> falling out of the chair. Oh. She did a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Has there been a, a favorite guest y'all have had or... 
or since uh, y'all been on that y'all liked? Um, of course, you know I love the gang from Get Get Spy, and uh, yeah, yeah. Hi guys, if you're listening. Yes, I liked uh, Meredith Finch. I thought she was great. Yeah, she was fun. I'm still. Are you still reading Rose? Yeah, I am too. Well, I'm behind on it, but I have I have the issues. I just haven't read them all yet. <laughs> yeah, she's got a new artist starting on the new uh, arc. Oh, really? Nice. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It looks real. She showed uh, some preview pictures on social media. It looks really good. Cool. Or to that, I think it's starting with issue nine. Okay. Yeah. So. I thought she was really good. Um, of course, our friends, Nicole and Tanya, um, folks from Get Spy, they're always uh, fun fun to have on. The folks from Geek Watch 1 doing the Weebies. Mm, oh, yeah. It was a fun time. Yeah. And we used to have that guest on Jules all, all the time. Just not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you mentioned you mentioned before, Brett, but I really enjoyed uh, when we had E.G. Daly on. That was yeah. a lot of fun. I, I, I really like – we haven't had one in a while, but I really love when we do, like, the voice actors and stuff. It's it's fascinating to me yeah. to see the real person behind the voices. Well, to think we had Rob Paulson right before he made the announcement of um, him having throat cancer. Mm. Oh. So I, th- I think we had one of the last interviews he did, or last handful of interviews he did before uh, taking time to deal with that. So um, I know the, the folks at October Coast have, have been good to us, and you know that's how we've gotten some some good like horror stars like Jessica Cameron. Um, did they get us Rebecca Kennedy, or is that you, Brett? That was me. Okay. Um, but even even still, she's been great. We've had uh, Vincent, who was also the voice of Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. We had him on. Um, mm. uh, you know, as Ken said, it's, it hasn't been just all actors. We've had um, some writers of video games, uh, like Sean McKeever in the past. Uh, when we had Ian from... Uh, the spoils, which I still love that game. I just wish there oh, were yeah, more, yeah. I wish there was more people around here that played it. I know. Um, the uh, I mean, to say who's been our favorite guest or who's been my favorite guest, I, I've enjoyed them all. That's why we've had them all. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Armstrong was a great interview. John Schneider was awesome. I I, I never thought I would have gotten John Schneider. <laughs> that one came. <laughs> <clears throat> that one came to us. At the time, Roland Mand has always been a yep. Yes, yeah. Um, Malcolm Denier was great when we had him on because mm-hmm. usually when we record, we have our video on on Skype so we could play off each other. Malcolm originally wasn't going to show, wasn't going to do his video. Then he saw that I had a hockey jersey on, and boom, he went and grabbed his and <laughs> show we did, and, and it was great. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was an awesome show, icebreaker. Um, mm-hmm. having Jake Lloyd on the show was fun and interesting, as you've probably heard Marty and I talk about. Um, yeah, it's always struggling. Uh, well, yeah, it is kind of a struggle, but we're always trying to get more guests on and, and see who's around and who's available. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it is a challenge, but you now do do what we could do. I mean, we we try. I mean, if you guys have, you the listener, if you guys have ideas for people you want to see us try and get, 
shoot us an email at at weebegeeks at weebegeeks.net or or hit us up on facebook or or uh or on twitter now we'll and we'll we'll try and see who see who we can get um I will say it's not always easy to do. Uh, there are some challenges. Uh, we've had some where we were supposed to get, and we'll just say I can think of one. I'm not going to mention names. That was a nightmare, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but no, it's I, I don't know. It, it's had a good time. Uh, I'm I'm glad with all the host changes that I've had. Uh, to get to this point, you know, it's a, it's a big step. And I think we hit our six-year anniversary in November. Wow. So wow. Or the show will hit its six-year anniversary in, in November. The site will be in August. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to keep going, and hopefully we all still keep going. And uh, <laughs> good things are yet to come. Now, since the beginning, we went from... Like the website webegeekspc.com, which is now the network site, which you can believe saying that that's that feels weird to say. Uh, to you know, we've we've got the uh, our own website dedicated just to this show as well. Um, that we're trying to bring back our columns, and uh, we're going to start doing comic solicits on it again and stuff like that. So uh, we're going to do some growth. Uh, product highlights you know as we get different subscription boxes uh whether it's written video or a combination of the two uh we're gonna try and get all that done and we thought about the youtube channel well we just don't do enough with youtube to to really try and turn that into another show but you know we got the video access to do it with so as we put up videos they'll go up there so we could then embed them into the into our show into the uh the post for the site so, I, know, I keep wanting to do that. So, so I yeah, I just got to remember to start getting you guys the solicits for for the books and, and for myself. So it's just a lot. And sometimes it's just not enough time in the day to do it. I wish we could all quit our day jobs to do this full time. I know. Me too. But the benefit. Oh, I love it. I just can't afford to pay y'all benefits yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were making money, more money off of this, too, from advertising. But oh well, it'll come eventually. So, yeah. On that note, uh, anything else? Any any final thoughts? Uh, huh? wish me luck cleaning up all the snow. <laughs> keep you keep telling you, Florida looks better. Uh, just pack up and move. <laughs> sure. Can you get me a job at Disney? I want to be goofy. I could, I could. No, you don't. Yeah, I know. I could, I could direct you to their to the job site for Disney. Become a cast member. Yeah. I would say don't do it, but you know, how can I when I've been there twenty years? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not it's not bad. I mean, I've I've had moments, but now it's one of those. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Not much. Can't you get. What was that? Can't go against the mouse. Uh, <laughs> we'll save that conversation for off air. <laughs> you could. Do you want to? No. Whole other issue. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other than that, I can't think of anything else. It's been a great run, and hoping to go further. Uh, that's all we could do is hope that it goes further. 
So, well, on that note, if there's nothing else, until next week. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.